My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today's theme is, is joy possible in a business? Uh, we're talking to empowerment coach, Brianna Mascara. She's out there in Spain doing her thing, and we're going to talk to her about her business and also the sort of personal challenges and spiritual challenges that come with overcoming adversity, um, toxic relationships, and following your intuition to then serve the, the world and shine your light in the world the way, the way that you're called to do it. So welcome, Bri uh, Brianna. Thanks for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. And what a beautiful introduction as well. I felt so, so excited just about the conversation that we're going to have. Um, so it was, it was lovely. Thank you. Awesome. You're so welcome. And I remember that uh, you prefer Brie. So I, I apologize about that. <laughs> so welcome, Ms. Brie. So, um, so first things first, let's talk about what you do. So what is it exactly you do as an empowerment coach for, for the people that you serve? So as an empowerment coach, I support adults who are going through some type of life transition and they're feeling stuck, they're feeling anxious. And what we do together is that we get to the root cause of their inner blocks. So what that looks like is exploring past traumas, is exploring their childhood, exploring pretty much the icky bits that you don't want to experience, but you're experiencing it in a way where you're almost um, recreating or, or just bringing a new narrative to that past pain in order for it to really liberate you and for you to feel unstoppable going, going after your life goals and the things that you desire most. Um, so it really is getting to a new place of emotional and mental freedom where you're living authentically, you're feeling confident and you have a new level of, of inner peace. Love that. Very cool. And there's like so many different ways to go about that, right? Um, sometimes it's, um, direct coaching and here, follow this, this advice Do step one, step two, step three. Um, and, and you'll get some results or, um, kind of more, creative, intuitive guidance, where it's just one sort of reading at a time or something like that. But how is it that you connect with your clients and help them do this transformation? You know, this is, you know, that's kind of what you do, but what's your modality and, and how do you uh, kind of give them that, that service? Yeah. And, and I love that you mentioned just like the different forms of coaching, because I think when someone is looking for a coach, sometimes they don't know that every single coach has their own speciality. So for me, um, when I was in New York, I was a therapist, a family therapist. So just using my background as a therapist and then just combining my own personal development, the inner work that I've done myself, I've created a, an approach using uh, therapeutic modalities plus somatic practices. So somatic practices is just being able to reconnect with your body using the, the aches, 
the the sensations that you're feeling kind of you know like those butterflies in your stomach that you're like oh maybe I'm feeling a little nervous or I'm a little anxious but you don't really pay much mind to it you kind of disregard it those are the messages that our body is trying to give us to let us know hey we need to change course we need to do something different um something's going on and especially when we've been through traumatic experiences whether it be abuse to bullying to natural disaster to there's such a huge range of the type of trauma you can experience that sometimes we lose touch with our body's wisdom and the sensations that that it's giving us that you know we we're just living life on autopilot so using these somatic practices plus therapeutic modalities it really combines the whole body mind and soul approach um that allows you to live a more authentic life because you can understand when you are feeling anxious or fearful when you are doing something new you can start to connect the dots on your own and that is really my mission that the work i provide the most intensive program i provide is 4 months but after those 4 months you have tools and a whole new mindset that you apply no matter where you are in life so it's something that you really carry with you um and you allow it to you ultimately learn how to coach yourself by being able to pick up the the messages your body's giving you then connecting the pieces noticing what part of you is um wanting to be comfort and held and um and and working through it working through your emotions and beliefs in in a new healthier way mm, yeah so i love that in other words it was like a long explanation but in other words i would say that yes i am challenging my clients um but since we are going through such um deep work that is difficult is really meeting them where they are and just most importantly holding that safe space for them to do the inner work that we don't really want to do but is needed to get through the inner blocks that we have to to get to where we want to be so it's a combination of accountability support just love um and a little bit of of challenging too i love that i love that and and you mentioned how how things will you know we have these feelings in our bodies and it could be you know yes now i i'm being told by my intuition that there's something off versus there's something from the past that's triggering this feeling so is am i right in in hearing that that's kind of what you help people discern mm-hmm. yes because from 0 to 7 we're like little zombies everything that is in our surroundings we're just soaking it up and we're believing it to be as true so something that we've experienced when we were 5 when we were 7 no matter how minor it may be or how extreme it may be it still impacts us today if we have no type of awareness on you know we don't need to know the the details about how it happened but it's more about the feeling that we were left with from that experience from 0 to 7 and how that potentially influenced the rest of our childhood our adolescence and even into our adulthood so it really goes back to um yeah you letting the body teach you what you've been holding back and and being able to use it to to feel the wisdom that you hold and and to feel this um this strength that we have as well 
that we tend to lose sight of along the way. So it, it's really, that's why I say I'm an empowerment coach, because you feel empowered by understanding not only your thoughts and your emotions, but also your body in this unique way, because it's going to look unique for all of us. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's awesome. It's important work to be done for sure. And, and what would you say is your why? You know, why did you get into this work? Um, you know, it's evolved in a certain way organically for you. Um, but yeah, why do you do it? Yeah. Um, so my grandma, she has played the hugest role in my life, just going through um, her own obstacles growing up, dealing with just abandonment, um, dealing with different forms of rejection, um, moving to another country without her mother's support, um, dealing with certain toxic behaviors from my grandpa's end, just like such a resilient woman who never allowed her past circumstances to define her or to show her or, or to influence how she was as a mother or a grandmother. And for her, it was always about treat others how you want to be treated. And um, and she was just this prime example for me about just giving, giving from a place of love, helping someone in need. Um, and she, she really influenced me to want to help others. And helping others was by studying psychology and really understanding the human behavior because that's something that I was just super passionate about, understanding why we did what we did, um, how certain things influenced us. So I went down that path of becoming a, a therapist. And um, after being a very much burned out therapist and also ending uh, an abusive relationship at that time, I was just like, I need to put everything on hold and I need to, it wasn't I need to, I have to reconnect with myself because I was just at this I was also within a life transition of, you know, who am I outside? Well, after this relationship, um, what makes me happy? What what do I want to do? So that's when I first came here to Spain. And it was just through a program of teaching English and um, Spain. It, it just completely changed my, my life. It changed my priorities. Um, I didn't want to go back to New York and continue therapy. And that is when online coaching came into my mind. And, um, and just from the own work, the own healing journey that I really had to go through, um, that's what really sparked my specific approach within my coaching practice. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it all flowed to where we are today. That's beautiful. I love that. And it sounds like, you know, it began with prior, prioritizing your self-care and then it continues that way. And you had mentioned that in, um, when we talked about you coming on the show, that that was a big, a big thing for you and, and probably a lot of what you teach. So between that and, and journaling, um, how does that look for you on a day-to-day -day basis, taking care of yourself first? Um, it, it evolves in so many ways, depending on my mood. Um, I also live by my menstrual cycle. So depending on what phase I am within my menstrual cycle, that kind of gives me an idea of just like energetically where I'm at. So what practice might benefit me a little bit more. So it's really about just showing myself compassion, um, meeting myself where I am as well, and just working with that energy within my business, but also just within my personal life too, to 
you know, tell my fiance, listen, I, I need you to give me more hugs in this certain point, or, um, you know, I, I need you to, um, like, I just need to say no to him or to any social plans or, or whatever it is, but just really knowing, setting those clear boundaries for myself and just living um, in this way has, has allowed me to know what I need to implement. If it's boundaries, if it's um, expressing my needs a little bit more. Um, so it could look anything like journaling in the morning, meditating, uh, practicing yoga. Um, it can be some somatic work, breath work. I absolutely love. And, and recently I've been starting my day with some more breath work. And um, yeah, I, I would say breath work is my, my favorite at the moment that I've been using. Mm, that's a great way to stay present. You know, that's the one thing that's constant is that in and out, in and out, the change, the constant change, constant yeah. shift. Yeah. Like when you think about breath work, it's like, oh, I'm just breathing, but there's so much more to it. There's, there's different types of, of patterns of breath, excuse me, that, that you can use to, to release the, the tension that we tend to hold in our body. Ooh have all these like burps coming up I feel like it's just uh releasing my throat chakra is just opening up but um yeah it's super interesting and especially when there is trauma residing in the body your whole nervous system changes so the way that you view the world the way that you view yourself is is not accurate and I believe that breath work really allows you to begin to rebalance your nervous system and allow you to to let your body know hey i'm i'm okay because your mind might know that you're okay but your body takes a little bit longer to actually catch up to what your mind already knows so your body a, a new situation may trigger your your nervous system to think oh my gosh i need to go protect myself i need to you know get out of this social situation I'm feeling uncomfortable. People are looking at me, you know, and, and meanwhile, this might not even be true, but that's just how you're interpreting it because you're in this uncomfortable situation and your nervous system is trying to figure out what is a threat and what is not. And it doesn't know the difference. So I believe by using breath um, and reconnecting with your body through somatic practices, you can just recalibrate your nervous system to let it know that we are safe. We can be in new settings. We can take bold actions and we're, we're safe. Nothing is actually happening. Absolutely. And that's, uh, that's something I actually teach as well. And I break it down into the intellect and the instinct. So the instinct would be that nervous system reaction you're talking about. And of course the intellect is either, you know, sometimes a little too positive. Yeah, I can do anything uh, that stresses that nervous system out. And then sometimes it's also the overthinking of the intuition, which is the voice of the spirit. So that, that feeling of yes, and, and this is where I'm called to go is so important. And it is, it's like a gauntlet getting through those thoughts and those fears. And yeah, I agree. Breath work is a really great way to deal with that because it does soothe you from the inside out. I love the work um, and the research that's been done on the vagus nerve and, you know, even just feeling that, that nerve running through a certain part of the body, like when it's relaxed, it's all good. When it's tight, then you get all these, you know, different things going on. So I love that you do that with, with your, with your people. It's really important. And, um, so, you know, you are, um, you know, um, it's pretty amazing. Your story moving from New York during the pandemic 
starting your spiritual business, all of that all at once. So I'm sure you, you, you used a lot of your skills, but also developed a lot of what you share during that time. So what was that like? Definitely. Oh man, it was, um, yeah. So through the, the program that I did from 2017 to 2018, I met my then boyfriend at the end of the program. We were um, long distance for a year. And I knew that I wanted to come back to Spain. Um, he's from England. We knew that we didn't, we, we weren't going to move to England. And we also knew we weren't going to move to New York. So we're like, okay, Spain, Spain it is. And um, in September, 2019, I moved back to Spain. Um, I came on a student visa and I was working within the, the same program, teaching program that I did when I first moved to, well, first came to Spain. That's like, the easiest way to get a visa to to live abroad. So by that winter, I lost my job because the the visa that I had ended up turning to a tourist visa. So technically, they shouldn't have hired me. So at that point, I was just like, if this isn't a clear sign from the universe to start my online coaching practice, then I don't know what is. So January 2020, um, I, I started with with my Instagram, just creating so much content. Um, then by March 2020, the, the pandemic started and we went into complete lockdown. And I don't know if it's because we were in complete lockdown, but growing my business was all I could think about. I would wake up, have like two hours of uh, an inner work practice that it, it was amazing. It was so great. But then I would get on the laptop, start creating tons of content, um, networking, um, just clicking, following different profiles. And I'm like, oh, maybe this could be a match. And just literally doing the most, doing everything and, and more that it would be 10 o'clock at night and I was still working. So in some ways I was also burned out in the beginning um, because I was just so obsessed with bringing this idea that I had in my mind to, to life rather than enjoying the process. Um, and especially when you are on social media and you're seeing the results of others that are doing something similar to what you wanna do, you also expect that, I mean, not to say that it's not possible, it is very much possible, but it's also going back to understanding yourself and what are going to be the potential blocks that are gonna come up for you because you're putting yourself out there in a completely different way. Everyone has a different kind of blueprint that they're using that's working for them. And you're kind of adopting this blueprint from other coaches within your own business, thinking this is what's going to work for me because it's working for them. But yet, like you already mentioned before about using more of the intellect mind, like you're using more of that logical side saying, if that works for them, this is going to work for me. But kind of disregarding the more emotional side, the, the spiritual side of that goes into business, especially when you are creating an intuitive business. So there was a lot of ups and downs. And um, it wasn't until I got my own coach as well to really support me through the mindset um, and the business aspect that I just began to learn so much more about the blocks that I was even holding on to, um, that I continue to to learn more about even today. So it um, 
it, it's truly, it's been trial and error. I would say my journey has been, but most importantly, what my journey has taught me is to really trust the process and to not get so attached to the timeline because I think that's what I was really, I'm a very ambitious person. So for my timeline to have not worked out in that time as I wanted was very difficult for me to accept. And it was also difficult for me to enjoy the journey because coaching others and even the content I create is, is something that I enjoy. And I was losing that enjoyment because I was so focused on the result. So this is why I, I was even mentioning before that it's like we tend to forget about the spiritual side and the emotional component that does influence our business. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, um, I like to think of that as kind of just the way, you know, even the word business, I used to hate that word business. Mm -hmm. I don't have a business, I have a practice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also had a, a strange relationship with the name business too. And yeah. And I, th I think it comes from just, yeah, the, there is a lot of baggage to it from, from lots of different areas and it's, it's okay because if you're going to work for someone else, you're working for a business. And I think it's interesting going into coaching or spiritual guidance work. It is like, well, I am, this is my, this is what I do for a living. I, you know, may or may not have employees, but it is a business just like any other business. And there should be no shame in that. Um, but there's also, you're exactly right. The way that we grow it, that the steps that we take may not make sense, logical sense to someone else, like who's very much into, you know, business structures and what's smart in business and growth rates and all that. It might not look the same, but it's going to feel so much better. And we'll look back on how we created that and feel so good that it was authentic and alignment. Um, we didn't burn ourselves out. You know, I think that's, that's a big thing when you're spiritually sensitive, it's easy to get overwhelmed and burned out. But uh, it's funny how the wave of life, you know, intuitively will just offer us what we need when we need it. And mm -hmm. uh, it is, it's on the divine time, not our time <laughs> for sure. Just because I, I do truly believe that the things that we desire most don't happen within the timeline that we wanted to, because there's lessons that we need to learn first in order to actually receive and to welcome these desires that we want. And um, I know there's this like expression that I've always heard around social media that it's like, if you're not ready or if you're not making the space to receive the desires, then how can you actually have it? And that reinforces the need for the inner work and to also understand what type of energy are you working with? Are you working more with your masculine energy or your feminine energy? Do you have a nice balance? Because in today's society, to succeed, you need to hustle. You need to work hard. You need to, you know, use more of your masculine energy. So even as females, I feel like we tend to kind of just push aside our feminine energy of, of showing our affection or our nurturing side and tend to hold on to the more aggressive energy, thinking mm -hmm. that that's the way to, to actually succeed when our feminine energy is such a strength to have as well. Absolutely. That's, that's where the pleasure and the joy is at. I totally agree. Very cool. So as we approach the end of today's show, I wanted to give you a reading if that's okay. Yes, I would love to. 
Yay. Okay. Um, and so when, when we talked about you coming on the show, you mentioned that um, maintaining your new belief system and kind of moving forward each and every day and choosing it again and again, each day is a little bit of a challenge because it was such a severe change, not that long ago. Right. Um, so let's take a look at what the cards have to say about that. And, um, Hmm. So, um, here I've got the witness card and the witness is all about getting into your present moment awareness. And this is uh, what you're coming out of. So just a kind of quick view on the past, present, and future of what's going on. Um, there is this desire to be used as a healing tool and, and to also lead the, lead the path in your own way with that, to feel like that spiritual uh, leader, healer, elder in a way, you know, and I get that we're both, you know, on, on the younger side, but you probably feel like a, an old lady inside that has so much wisdom to share from lifetimes. Right. Um, and so that's there and you're being called to set the rhythm. And that this was, again, I, I would say in the past year or two year and a half to two years, um, being called to set the rhythm and a little bit of a challenge in um, kind of allowing that to flow through from the higher self. So, you know, we just even talked about that. So it's no, no surprise that that comes up, but it's really about telling the difference between the ambition and the higher self and the calling, which can, again, that's when that divine timing comes in to throw a, a wrench into our <laughs> ambitious self's uh, uh, work. So I feel like there was a lot of learning uh, about acceptance during the last year and a half to two years. And now you're moving into um, coming up with a lot of new ideas. And again, you're transforming into a practitioner and, and a person in general who just really lives by that state of balance and also that state of inspiration. And it's important at this time that you allow your inner child self that loves to do certain things to make sure that you're um, implementing those things in the work that you do along with your self-care so that you're not putting her aside for the end of the day or the weekend. Like, yeah. how can you bring more of that into to what you're doing? Because, you know, that's the part that needs the most transformation right now and the most empowerment so that yeah. you're not, does that make sense? Yeah. 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 It, it does. I, I really do uh, resonate with that because I have done inner child work before, but even just like you said, Sometimes I start and then maintaining the inner child's work, using it or connecting with her on a day-to-day -day basis, sometimes does get pushed aside a little bit because you are, well, speaking personally, I am balancing kind of different practices, uh, different beliefs in my mind that, um, yeah, it's figuring out how to flow mm -hmm. and how to hold all these practices um, in mind and being able to kind of pick from the toolbox what you need on certain days. Exactly. Exactly. And, and the playfulness, I think it's really important for you for that inner child, because she is the place where these creative ideas come up. Um, even the journaling that you mentioned and, um, just kind of looking at things in a different way. I feel like that's a part of you that was very young when it was born and, you know, you carried her through and did all the right things in your life. And whenever you ignore that, to get something at the end of the promised land, you know, like at the end of the rainbow, like I'm going to try this because to get there. And she's like, hmm, like, that's not what I wanted you to do. <laughs> I wanted you to go out and play today. Or I wanted you to go create this or write this. 
Um, so there's a lot of creativity in you and creating content, uh, writing books, um, creating video courses and things like that. I know you already do that, but, um, but listening to some of those ideas and then using your intellect or that masculine side to then execute. So, yeah. so that would be a really good thing. If, if you've been thinking about switching that process, great time to do that. Yeah. I, I love that. I've been thinking so much about painting, uh, growing up. I love, well, I still love art. And for the last two weeks, I'm just like, you need to paint, you need to paint, you need to paint. And I still haven't painted. There so <laughs> my child, she wants to paint. Yep. There you go. That's, uh, that's your, <laughs> the, the creativity, um, and to let her, her do that. Yes. Um, I love it. I love it. That's your, your homework assignment for the next week or so to, to get started on a painting because what you're coming into is, um, setting intentions and that's, that's why it's important because when you get in that creative space is it's when your best ideas come when you're in the business mindset, or even, even, you know, kind of creating for your business, you may be, you know, settling into patterns that aren't very helpful. But when you start to get into the la la land, like whatever that is for you, it's like, oh yeah, I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll do that. And it comes, it comes more effortlessly. So that creativity in play is super important. And also seeing through your own uh, illusions, um, whether that is, um, I think it's a self-doubt for you more than anything, because you have the staff, which is this wonderful card. I never know how to turn it. Um, but this is the mystical shaman deck. Um, by Colette Baron Reed, and um, there's two other people involved in this deck. So it's a very shamanic deck, and the staff is all about uh, becoming that spiritual elder you know yourself to be inside. So, um, but the key about being that spiritual elder is, is all elders understand the importance of the wisdom of the child and, and how we basically get lost along the way, and then we come back to ourselves and really standing for that spiritual maturity in your life and, and, and for who you are is going to be very important in the coming year. Um, so seeing through the illusions of not only control, but, um, self-worth, um, saying maybe I'm not ready yet, or I'm not good enough or, you know, whatever. And, and a lot of us struggle with that, but it's really important for you specifically to, to shoot for the stars if you want to, and not doubt that it's not time because the illusions are, are there. Um, and then if there's any place where you find that the illusions have some, some merit, then maybe that's where the inner work is to then step into your maturity in a new way, wherever you may be letting that little ego, uh, run amok in your life go, okay, I'm going to start calling myself on this and that and take myself to the next level so that I'm, I trust myself when I'm doing this next level stuff. That's beautiful. That was really nice. Awesome. Cool. Well, it's always my pleasure. It's my favorite thing to do. So that's why I like to add them to the podcast as well. So thank you for allowing me to, to share. Definitely. Definitely. I feel like it was very um, insightful for me and, and definitely within just um, some of the, the messages that I believe my intuition was even giving me with the, with the whole painting and, you know, being this this elder inside and just really allowing her to to come out and will continue to to come out because she's yes. already here that's it, right you know that it's um an ongoing journey that I think is is super important that I also just want to really quickly just mention that despite the timeline that we might have it we're going to continue to do this work for the rest of our life so what is all the pressure for 
to have it done by a certain point. And mm -hmm. really going back to just enjoying the process of enjoying everything that's coming up. Just speaking with you today is something that I'm enjoying. So just being open to, yeah, all these opportunities that come about in the process and, and enjoying that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hear you. And I feel the same way. It's been a wonderful chat. And I'm so just happy to meet you and connect with you over, over the airwaves, me here in Orlando, Florida, you there in Spain, just it's so cool what what these kind of tools can do, and, and connect us all over the place. So uh, where can people find you if they'd like to know more about what you do? So um, they can find me on Instagram at thrive underscore with Bree. That is the, the platform that I mainly use. Um, love creating content. So that's where it all is. I also have a YouTube channel with some free resources there, guided meditations, some yoga sequences, art therapy activities. Um, love the art. So definitely, I also minored in art therapy. So I, I absolutely love it. Um, and that is the, the same thrive with Brie. Um, and also on my Padia for anyone that anyone is interested in a self-paced course. I have a few of that on law of attraction and manifesting, learning how to speak your truth. So on Padia, it is just free Mosquera. So these are the different platforms that um, you can all connect with me depending on what you're looking for. I feel like there's a, a nice range of just support in, in the B tribe, as I like to call my space. Nice. Beautiful. Well, thanks for sharing. Um, everyone go check Brie out and um, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you very much. All right. And thanks listeners. We'll talk to you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my empower your life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.